everyone, you're listening to God's Whole Story, a podcast of Worship Center. We know just how hard it is to read God's Word and understand it, so we decided to read the Bible chronologically this year and talk about it together. Thanks so much for joining us. Hey everyone, you're listening to God's Whole Story. It's Chelsea, and I'm here with a very special guest, um, my husband Dustin, and we are diving into Song of Songs. Um, <laughs> It's a great first step for you on this podcast, huh? <laughs> yeah, you guys didn't get a chance to really break in or anything. So <laughs> Chelsea came to me and said, hey, you want to be on the podcast? I said, sure, what are we going to go over? Song of Solomon. All righty. <laughs> um, this book is actually, the more I read it, the more I really love it. It's this really beautiful piece of poetry, and there's nothing else like it in the Bible. When I... Um, learned about Song of Solomon, um, or Song of Songs, it's, I learned about it as, um, an allegory for Christ's love for us. And there's like many different ways you can approach this book, but the more I read and study the Bible and the more I read and study the type of literature in the Bible, I realize that I don't fall in line with, (laughs) it's an allegory for Christ's love. It's really just beautiful poetry about love within the confines of marriage. So what, what did you think when you read this? Yeah, I tend to agree with you. It's that love poetry. Um, you know, growing up, I did the same thing. Uh, it was a picture of uh, Christ's love. There's a song, his banner over me is love. And it was talking about God's love for us or Jesus's love for us. But you just can't um, read through the book and think, oh, this is just a nice little you know, innocent poem about you know, how God loves us. Um, you have to recognize and appreciate the physical aspect of the book right. and the physical aspect of marriage and how God endorses marriage and the physical intimacy in marriage, and that's a beautiful thing. Right. God has some really—the Word of God. God, in the New Testament and the Old Testament, has some very strong words about— um, sexual intimacy outside of marriage. So I think it's pretty incredible that the Lord included a piece of work in the Bible that celebrates love within the confines of marriage. Um, again, there's nothing else like it in the Bible. And we see just how much God, this is a part of God's purpose for us. Um, it's a beautiful thing. It's not, it's just because there's strong words for people who have um, sexual intimacy outside of marriage doesn't mean that intimacy is a, is a bad thing. Obviously from this book, it's just this beautiful thing. Um, and it's a gift. It's a gift that God's given us. Yeah, absolutely. And you see how attached and connected, um, these two individuals are. Um, it's interesting to see the different perspectives. You have the, the male's perspective and, you know, he tends to focus just like on the women, the woman and her beauty. And um, and then just the female perspective, um, he's she's attracted to the man, uh, but she's telling others about it. And so it's just kind of interesting seeing the two different um, romantic patterns of the male and the female. But you're exactly right. Um, it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful. Um, they're committed to each other. Um, they are just to each other. It's that unified and um, soul expression of their love to each other. And there's no one else that can break that barrier. Yeah, I think the other thing that I wanted to touch on um, is something that I've studied and I talked to Lindsay Lostball is an expert on this book. I wish she could have been on this podcast this, this episode, but she wasn't able to. But she has talked to me about and I have studied just the authorship of Song of Songs. Um, a lot of people 
is widely accepted that Sol- that Solomon wrote this, but the more you read it, the more you realize Solomon probably did not write this. It might have been written during his reign because he's mentioned in this book, but really this is a story about a young shepherd boy and a young woman. And Solomon is just mentioned, I think, because of cultural reference and probably some other things too. But it's pretty, again, it's just, this literature is just nothing, there's nothing like it in the Bible. Um, in one of my classes, we studied this book and we talked about um, the unique point of view of the woman in this story. There's no definitive proof for this, but some scholars think that actually a woman wrote this because she's the main speaker mm. in many of these chapters. And the point of view is mostly from her, not as much from the young man in this poetry. So that's interesting. Again, no definitive proof, but some people have like speculated, oh, maybe a woman wrote this. Um And uh, the other thing that I learned was uh, the woman is kind of the heroine in this story. Mm -hmm. She knows what true love is. It doesn't look like having 60 wives and many concubines like Solomon and his harem of women that he had towards the end of his life. It looks like one man, one woman enjoying each other in the way that God designed it. Right. Yeah. Definitely, that's interesting, and, and it could line up, absolutely. Um, there's several you know, different theories as to who wrote it. There's several different ways that people tend to interpret it. I think we just have to be careful. You know, Some very conservative churches or individuals um, tend to want to discredit the physical aspect of Song of Solomon and just make it about God's love. Obviously, the entirety of the Bible is about that covenantal love of God. It points to Christ. You know, in the New Testament, um, Christ and the church is described as, you know, the bride of Christ. You know, the church is described as the bride of Christ. So we can definitely pull components of that, um, the perfect love that Jesus has for his bride. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But we can't let it take away um, the, the beautiful poetry and... Um, just the descriptions and the intimacy and the the physical um, aspect of what God meant God meant for uh, one man and one woman. Yeah, absolutely. So, as you're listening or as you're reading this book, I think pay attention to some of the the different allegories there are. Of course, there's just um, there's like some explicit references, obviously, but there's also as you're reading through it, these chapters are broken up into there's courtship, there's some dream sequences, there's the wedding, and then at the end, there's the consummation of marriage, just enjoying each other fully within the confines of marriage. And so as you're listening or as you're reading, um, think about that and how it lays itself out. Again, God's plan for marriage, one man, one woman, enjoying each other and the gift that God's given us as men and women. Um and yeah, there's like little things in there too. I think there's a reference to foxes. Um, again, just kind of allegories and metaphors. Like foxes in a vineyard would have represented hindrances or like obstacles to the couple's love. Um, the young woman speaking to the women of Jerusalem. Again, it's just like, it's beautiful poetry. It's probably meant to be sung. Um, just a beautiful piece of literature. Right. And the woman is so proud of, of her man. You mm-hmm. know, like that's what she says. Like woman of Jerusalem, look, look how awesome my man looks. Um, guys out there, I wouldn't um, encourage you to take some of these phrases and tell them to your significant others. Um, I probably shouldn't, you know, tell my wife that her neck looks like a tower. Um, <laughs> 
uh, or, or her teeth look like sheep. Right, right. <laughs> or her nose is like the Tower of Lebanon. Um, so I'd be very careful not to maybe repeat some of these things. Just <laughs> or, appreciate, or the, maybe try it out. I don't right, know. <laughs> right. Yeah, give us feedback. Yeah, send us send us yeah. feedback as to how this worked out for you. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, guys, thanks so much for listening today, and hope you guys are getting a lot out of God's whole story. And again, every piece of the Bible is written for our edification, our encouragement, and just learning about what God has for us. And this has this is no different. Um, so have a great day, and we'll see you tomorrow. Bye. See you. Song of Songs 1, beginning in verse 1. This is Solomon's Song of Songs, more wonderful than any other. Young woman, kiss me and kiss me again, for your love is sweeter than wine. How pleasing is your fragrance. Your name is like the spreading fragrance of scented oils. No wonder all the young women love you. Take me with you. Come, let's run. The king has brought me into his bedroom. Young women of Jerusalem, how happy we are for you, O king. We praise your love even more than wine. Young woman, How right they are to adore you. I am dark but beautiful, O women of Jerusalem. Dark as the tents of Kedar. Dark as the curtains of Solomon's tents. Don't stare at me because I am dark. The sun has darkened my skin. My brothers were angry with me. They forced me to care for their vineyard, so I couldn't care for myself, my own vineyard. Tell me, my love, where are you leading your flock today? Where will you rest your sheep at noon? For why should I wander like a prostitute among your friends and their flocks? Young man, if you don't know, O most beautiful woman, follow the trail of my flock and graze your young goats by the shepherd's tents. You are as exciting, my darling, as a mare among Pharaoh's stallions. How lovely are your cheeks, your earrings set them afire. How lovely is your neck, enhanced by a string of jewels. We will make for you earrings of gold and beads of silver. Young woman, the king is lying on his couch, enchanted by the fragrance of my perfume. My lover is like a sachet of myrrh between my breasts. He is like a bouquet of sweet henna blossoms from the vineyards of Engedi. Young man, how beautiful you are, my darling. How beautiful your eyes are like doves. Young woman, you are so handsome, my love, pleasing beyond words. The soft grass is our bed. Fragrant cedar branches are the beams of our house, and pleasing smelling firs are the rafters. Young woman, I am the spring crocus blooming on the Sharon Plain, the lily of the valley. Young man, like a lily among thistles is my darling among young women. Young woman, like the finest apple tree in the orchard, is my lover among other young men. I sit in his delightful shade and taste his delicious fruit. He escorts me to the banquet hall. It's obvious how much he loves me. Strengthen me with raisin cakes. Refresh me with apples, for I am weak with love. His left arm is under my head. His right arm embraces me. Promise me, O young women of Jerusalem, by the gazelles and the wild deer, do not awaken love until the time is right. I hear my lover coming. He is leaping over the mountains, bounding over the hills. My lover is like a swift gazelle or a young stag. Look, there he is behind the wall, looking through the window, peering into the room. My lover said to me, Rise up, my darling. Come away with me, my fair one. Look, the winter is past, and the rains are over and gone. The flowers are springing up. The season of singing birds has come, and the cooing of turtle doves fills the air. The fig trees are forming young fruit, and the fragrant grapevines are blossoming. Rise up, my darling. Come away with me, my fair one young man. My dove is hiding behind the rocks, behind an outcrop of the cliff. Let me see your face. Let me hear your voice, for your voice is pleasant and your face is lovely. Young women of Jerusalem, catch all the foxes, those little foxes, before they ruin the vineyard of love, for the grapevines are blossoming. 
young woman. My lover is mine and I am his. He browses among the lilies before the dawn breezes blow and the night shadows flee. Return to me, my love, like a gazelle or a young stag on the rugged mountains. Young woman. One night as I lay in bed, I yearned for my lover. I yearned for him, but he did not come. I said to myself, I will get up and roam the city, searching in all its streets and squares. I will search for the one I love. So I searched everywhere, but did not find him. The watchmen stopped me as they made their rounds, and I asked, Have you seen the one I love? Then scarcely had I left them when I found my love. I caught him and held him tightly. Then I brought him to my mother's house, into my mother's bed where I had been conceived. Promise me, O women of Jerusalem, by the gazelles and the wild deer, do not awaken love until the time is right. Young women of Jerusalem, who is this sweeping in from the wilderness like a cloud of smoke? Who is it, fragrant with myrrh and frankincense and every kind of spice? Look at Solomon's carriage, surrounded by sixty heroic men, the best of Israel's soldiers. They are all skilled swordsmen, experienced warriors. Each wears a sword on his thigh, ready to defend the king against an attack in the night. King Solomon's carriage is built of wood imported from Lebanon. Its posts are silver, its canopy gold, its cushions are purple. It was decorated with love by the young women of Jerusalem. Young woman, come out and see King Solomon, young women of Jerusalem. He wears the crown his mother gave him on his wedding day, his most joyous day. Young man, you are beautiful, my darling, beautiful beyond words. Your eyes are like doves behind your veil. Your hair falls in waves, like a flock of goats winding down the slopes of Gilead. Your teeth are as white as sheep, recently shorn and freshly washed. Your smile is flawless, each tooth matched with its twin. Your lips are like scarlet ribbon. Your mouth is inviting. Your cheeks are like rosy pomegranates behind your veil. Your neck is as beautiful as the Tower of David, jeweled with the shields of a thousand heroes. Your breasts are like two fawns, twin fawns of a gazelle grazing among the lilies. Before the dawn breezes blow and the night shadows flee, I will hurry to the mountain of myrrh, to the hill of frankincense. You are altogether beautiful, my darling, beautiful in every way. Come with me from Lebanon, my bride. Come with me from Lebanon. Come down from the Mount Amana, from the peaks of Sinir and Hermon, where the lions have their dens and the leopards live among the hills. You have captured my heart, my treasure, my bride. You hold it hostage with one glance of your eyes, with a single jewel of your necklace. Your love delights me, my treasure, my bride. Your love is better than wine, your perfume more fragrant than spices. Your lips are as sweet as nectar, my bride. Honey and milk are under your tongue. Your clothes are scented like cedars of Lebanon. You are my private garden, my treasure, my bride, a secluded spring, a hidden fountain. Your thighs shelter a paradise of pomegranates with rare spices, henna with nard, nard and saffron, fragrant with calamus and cinnamon, with all the trees of frankincense, myrrh and aloes and every other lovely spice. You are a garden fountain, a well of fresh water streaming down from Lebanon's mountains. Young woman. Awake, north wind. Rise up, south wind. Blow on my garden and spread its fragrance all around. Come into your garden, my love. Taste its finest fruits. Young man. I have entered my garden, my treasure, my bride. I gather myrrh with my spices and eat honeycomb with my honey. I drink wine with my milk. Young women of Jerusalem. O lover and beloved, eat and drink. Yes, drink deeply of your love. Young woman. I slept, but my heart was awake when I heard my lover knocking and calling. Open to me, my treasure, my darling, my dove, my perfect one. My head is drenched with dew and my hair with the dampness of the night. But I responded, I have taken off my robe. Should I get dressed again? I have washed my feet. Should I get them soiled? My lover tried to unlatch the door. My heart thrilled within me. I jumped up to open the door for my love, and my hands drip with perfume. My fingers drip with lovely myrrh. As I pulled back the bolt, I opened to my lover, but he was gone. 
My heart sank. I searched for him, but could not find him anywhere. I called to him, but there was no reply. The night watchmen found me as they made their rounds. They beat and bruised me and stripped off my veil, those watchmen on the walls. Make this promise, O women of Jerusalem. If you find my lover, tell him I am weak with love. Young women of Jerusalem. Why is your lover better than all others, a woman of rare beauty? What makes your lover so special that we must promise this? Young woman, my lover is dark and dazzling, better than ten thousand others. His head is fine as gold, his wavy hair as black as a raven. His eyes sparkle like doves beside springs of water. They are set like jewels washed in milk. His cheeks are like gardens of spices giving off fragrance. His lips are like lilies, perfumed with myrrh. His arms are like rounded bars of gold set with beryl. His body is like a bright ivory, glowing with lapis lazuli. His legs are like marble pillars, set in sockets of finest gold. His posture is stately, like the noble cedars of Lebanon. His mouth is sweetness itself. He is desirable in every way. Such, O women of Jerusalem, is my lover, my friend. Young women of Jerusalem, where is your lover gone, O woman of rare beauty? Which way did he turn so we can help you find him? young woman. My lover has gone down to his garden, to his spice beds, to browse in the gardens and gather the lilies. I am my lover's, and my lover is mine. He browses among the lilies. Young man, you are beautiful, my darling, like the lovely city of Terza. Yes, as beautiful as Jerusalem, as majestic as an army with billowing banners. Turn your eyes away, for they overpower me. Your hair falls in waves like a flock of goats winding down the slopes of Gilead. Your teeth are as white as sheep that are freshly washed. Your, mouth, your smile is flawless, each tooth matched with its twin. Your cheeks are like rosy pomegranates behind your veil. Even among sixty queens and eighty concubines and countless young women, I would still choose my love, my perfect one. The favorite of her mother, dearly loved by the one who bore her. The young women see her and praise her. Even queens and royal concubines sing her praises. Who is this, arising like the dawn, as fair as the moon, as bright as the sun, as majestic as an army with billowing banners? Young woman. I went down to the grove of walnut trees and out to the valley to see the new spring growth, to see whether the grapevines had budded or the pomegranates were in bloom. Before I realized it, my strong desires had taken me to the chariot of a noble man. Young women of Jerusalem, return to us. Return, O maiden of Shalom. Come back, come back, that we may see you again. Young man, why do you stare at this young woman of Shalom as she moves so gracefully between two lines of dancers? How beautiful are your sandaled feet, O queenly maiden. Your rounded thighs are like jewels, the work of a skilled craftsman. Your navel is perfectly formed like a goblet filled with mixed wine. Between your thighs lies a mound of wheat bordered with lilies. Your breasts are like two fawns, twin fawns of a gazelle. Your neck is as beautiful as an ivory tower. Your eyes are like the sparkling pools in Heshbon by the gate of Bath Rabin. Your nose is as fine as the Tower of Lebanon, overlooking Damascus. Your head is as majestic as Mount Carmel, and the sheen of your hair radiates royalty. The king is captive, captivated by its tresses. Oh, how beautiful you are, how pleasing, my love, how full of delights. You are slender like a palm tree, and your breasts are like its clusters of fruit. I said I will climb the palm tree and take hold of its fruit. May your breasts be like grape clusters, and the fragrance of your breath like apples. May your kisses be as exciting as the best wine." Young woman. Yes, wine that goes down smoothly for my lover, flowing gently over lips and teeth. I am my lover's, and he claims me as his own. Come, my love, let's go out to the fields and spend the night among the wildflowers. Let's get up early and go to the vineyards to see if the grapevines have budded, if the blossoms have opened and the pomegranates have bloomed. There I will give you my love. There the mandrakes give off their fragrance, and the finest fruits are at our door. 
new delights as well as old, which I have saved for you, my lover. Young woman, oh, I wish you were my brother who nursed at my mother's breast, then I could kiss you no matter who was watching, and no one would criticize me. I would bring you to my childhood home, and there you would teach me. I would give you spiced wine to drink, my sweet pomegranate wine. Your left arm would be under my head, and your right arm would embrace me. Promise me, O women of Jerusalem, not to awaken love until the time is right. Young woman of Jerusalem, who is this sweeping in from the desert, leaning on her lover? Young woman. I aroused you under the apple tree where your mother gave you birth, where in great pain she delivered you. Place me like a seal over your heart, like a seal on your arm. For love is as strong as death, its jealousy as enduring as the grave. Love flashes like fire, the brightest kind of flame. Many waters cannot quench love, nor can rivers drown it. If a man tried to buy love with all his wealth, his offer would be utterly scorned. Young women's brothers. We have a little sister, too young to have breasts. What will we do with our sister if someone asks to marry her? If she is a virgin, like a wall, we will protect her with a silver tower. But if she is promiscuous, like a swinging door, we will block her door with a cedar bar. Young woman. I was a virgin, like a wall. Now my breasts are like towers. When my lover looks at me, he is delighted with what he sees. Solomon has a vineyard at Balhaman where he releases out to tenant farmers. Each of them pays a thousand pieces of silver for harvesting its fruit, but my vineyard is mine to give, and Solomon need not pay a thousand pieces of silver, but I will give two hundred pieces to those who care for its vines. Young man, O my darling, lingering in the gardens, your companions are fortunate to hear your voice. Let me hear it too. Young woman, come away, my love, be like a gazelle or a young stag on the mountain of spices. Hey guys, this is Ryan, and I hope you are getting a lot out of God's whole story. Uh, It means a lot to us, even as we are reading through God's Word every single day in the order that it happened. Um, If you want to go ahead and follow us, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at God's Whole Story Podcast. Uh, We would love it if you would share this thing with your friends or people that you know, or just share what's sticking out to you. Uh, You can either send us a DM, or you could actually email us at podcasts at worshipcenter.org. You can email us if you have any questions, if something stuck out to you, if you'd like us to pray for you. And if you want a Bible, if you don't have one right now, or if you want a copy of the one that we're using to go through God's whole story, we'd be happy to send that to you. So go ahead and reach out to us in any way that you'd like. We'd love to hear from you. Have a great day.